Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This is your host, Yaya Diamond, and you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio on Bomb Baby Radio, as well as on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, Northport, Florida. And March 31st, you will be listening to us on iHeartRadio. Yes! We're making not a move, an addition. So we will still be here, right here. On Blog Talk, but we will also be on iHeartMedia. Um, you can get that information on our Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. You can also get it on our Twitter, D Chasers Radio, as well as on our LinkedIn profile, Dream Chasers Radio. Thank you so much. Oh, I almost forgot Instagram. I have to post to that too. So, I mean, you know, becoming the vision. I wanted to talk to you about that today because today um, it, it, it's, it's, um, it's really hitting home today, becoming the vision. What is the vision that you have for your dream? What is the vision that you have for what you want to do in life, for who you want to become? What is your dream? What is your vision? And, wow, I mean, it, it just it's right in my lap today, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. All these 12 years, we are celebrating 12 years of broadcasting and podcasting, I should say, <laughs> media, being media, and, uh, and, and you know, just opening up our company. This, this year, 2018 is, a, I never thought I would ever say that, but 2018 <laughs> is a year of growth for Dream Chasers Radio. It's a big year for growth. Um, Dream Chasers Radio has opened up its parent company, which is Red Hot Reality Entertainment, LLC, and also um, Yaya Diamond Dream Chasers Radio is trademarked, guys, so um, that is a good thing, and um, I want to thank, I want to thank the author of Pray Messiah, a novel, Jamie Rhodes. Jamie Rhodes was on our show not too long ago, and Thank you so much for being on the show, and thank you so much for sending me the book. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yes. So I want to talk about becoming the vision today. I want to talk about certain things, but you know what? I want to read something out of Pray Messiah uh, by Jamie Rhodes. If I go to Chapter 20, I love the way he has it in um, Roman numerals, XX20. Says, awaken, my children, you must flee, said Uncle Gabe, as he woke Caleb and Candace May from their slumber. What's going on, Gabe? asked the half asleep Caleb. Our enemies are upon us. Armageddon is vastly approaching, and time is of the essence. Armageddon, dear Lord God, shrieked Candace May. Fear not. I will not let these devils or their umtagi. Tagiati, harm you, or the Messiah. Umtag what? said Caleb. Witch man. Witch, they are being led by her. She is pure evil, 
worse than the twisted demon that she guides. Well, you're going to have to get the book. This, I have to go through this, but I am definitely loving this book. I got it a couple of days ago, and um, I would have to say that, and I'm going to just go ahead and say it, this book is a love. It's not a prophecy, but it's a love. But not only that, it's someone's vision. They became the vision by putting the vision down, by making it manifest, Pray Messiah, a novel by Jamie Rhodes. I want to thank Jamie Rhodes for, again, sending that book out to me. I'm going to be reading that, and I'll put up my, uh, I guess, my review, but it won't be anytime soon. With all the stuff going on, I want to tell you about the vision that's going to be coming out with us. Here at Dream Chasers Radio, we're going to be broadcasting on iTunes, and that's going to be, um, it's, it's really soon. Let me see. I have to go back to my notes. Uh, but we're celebrating 12 years of podcasting with a debut on iHeartRadio show March 31st. It's going to be coming on every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on 1580 a.m., and that's A-M-W-C-C-F-A-M, dot iHeart.com. That's right. It's becoming the vision. Uh, sponsorship spots and ad spots are available, so email us for any kind of opportunities you may want to have while we go ahead and become an iHeart radio broadcasting show. And uh, I can now say that I am an iHeart radio host. It feels good. It's a lot of responsibility, I tell you that much, coming from the beginning. And and I want to go ahead and talk to you about me becoming the vision today before my guests come on the show. Me becoming the vision, Yaya Diamond. Wow. And, you know, there's no one here to talk to me, so if you'd like to call in for the next, I'd say, 15 minutes, you can call in at 347-855-8209. Again, that number is 347-855-8209. And uh, becoming the vision, I didn't really think about that. I didn't think about becoming the vision uh, at all. The reason I came into blogging and podcasting, it wasn't really blogging, it's podcasting, um, was because I was I was looking for other people out there that were like me that needed inspiration that needed someone to to inspire them you know it's very it's very hard to find someone um to be that motivator it's very hard to find that person that you trust sometimes it's not but for me it's it's not as easy I I look for someone who has done more than me who has accomplished way, way, way more, who has more and more experience. But not only that, it was time to put into little Omi. And I found that along the way in certain people at certain times. I am, I'm a jumper. That's it. So I jumped right into I jumped right into uh, podcasting because I wanted to find other people out there that were like me, that were dreamers, that that had huge dreams that seemed so insurmountable that, I mean, it would be 
It's foolish to even believe that it would come true. So insurmountable that why not believe in something different? How come how come I'm not a normal person, I thought. How come how come I how come I'm so weird? So different. You know, after a while I stopped I stopped uh believing in myself. And then the birth of Dream Chasers became a reality. Somewhere along the line, I believe I believe the people, the naysayers, I believe them. I believe I wouldn't be anything in life. I believe that I would never accomplish anything. I, I, I couldn't be. How could I be something? Anything. How could I how could I accomplish anything? But they they got to be wrong, right? I mean, they can't be right. I mean, really? That I would never be any anything? I would never do anything? Accomplish anything? That I was nothing? I believed it. I believed it. Wholeheartedly, I believed it until I said, you know what? There's got to be a way out of this. This can't be my reality. This can't be my dream. This cannot be my future. I just can't sit here and do nothing. Dream Chasers was, was a hand up for me. It was a moment in my life me reaching out to the world, saying, hey, who else out there is like me? Who else needs inspiration? Who else needs to find inspiration in everyone? Not just the people around me, but globally. I needed inspiration. I needed I needed to get out of the depression I was in. I needed to get out of that hole that others had dug for me. I mean, it was so funny because I didn't even dig the hole myself. Have you ever been in that predicament where others dig a hole for you and you just jump in? <laughs> Really? I have. So I decided. In my witty self, yes, in my abnormal thinking, <laughs> I start a radio show. I mean, who does that? Who starts a radio show out of depression? But I knew that you could pull me out. You know, I get emotional sometimes because being pulled out of that hole by people who didn't understand and who who didn't even know or comprehend where I was in my own state, in my own mind. But yet they, little by little, every single last one of you, reached your hand down into this vast hole 
that I had decided I would jump into on my own accountants, on my own accord, a hole that other people had dug for me, a hole that was so deep and so, so dark. A hole that I could barely see the light at the top. But when your hand came down, when you came on the show, you reached your hand down into that hole. Do you realize that you pulled me out? Every single one of you of that hole. And not only did you help me get out of a hole, you began to throw dirt and fill it so that I couldn't go back in. I don't think I ever really explained it like this before, but on our celebrating 12 years of podcasting and now getting ready to go on regular radio, and we're going to continue the podcasting. This is not going to stop. But I wanted to thank you. Sending your music, sending your your novels for me to read. Sending, I mean, and just seeing you, seeing how you're growing. When you guys come back on the show, I'm so happy for you. I watch. Like Apollo who started his garbage company. I mean, he is going to be amazing. And Apollo, don't believe the hype, man. You're going to be awesome. It's going to be the number one, number one company in your area. You got that right. I like a challenge, too. So what do you do when you become the vision Sometimes it's not even on purpose. Sometimes the vision is something that, like Dream Chasers Radio, it just kind of became a reality. It, it just it just evolved. It 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 grows. You know, I can't explain it. I can't explain. the vision because I never had this 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 particular vision right now is not the vision I had. So I'm gonna tell you what the vision was. The vision was to get out of the depression. The vision was to get out of the hole. And I did that. And then all of a sudden it it turned into wow, wait, wait a minute. I'm standing on top of the hole. Here I am. The hole is filled with dirt. I can't go back in. What do I do now? And then the amazing happened. And it wasn't even me, it was you. The amazing happened. You began to throw dirt under my feet and build a mountain with all the inspiration over all the years Now, here we are, and I feel like each and every one of you is standing next to me. 
we're standing and we're looking over the mountains, over the complications, over the over the trials, over all of the hurdles we've had to to jump over. I mean, we are standing next to each other on top of the dirt that became our mountain that filled my home. Do you have a hole that you're in right now? How do you get out of that? By finding inspiration. By finding your way through darkness. Looking up and seeing that hand. I say don't negate to take it. Let it pull you up like it pulled me. Becoming the vision. It wasn't even my vision. I adapted the vision of others. Sometimes trying to do something in life and trying to be something in life, and all of a sudden you find that that's not what you're supposed to do. And in all reality, in in my actuality, my my reality is so much more because I believed in you. And you, <laughs> for whatever reason, believed in me. Becoming the vision. So now what? So now we move forward. Forward to what? It wasn't even the vision that I entailed in the first. It wasn't my vision. This was never something I wanted to do. It wasn't, it wasn't something I wanted to grow. I just wanted to get out of the hole. But now I'm going to go into a little bit of a deep revelation here. <laughs> but now I feel like the torch has been passed <laughs> some kind of a way to bring dream chasers along with me, along with you, to inspire others to get out of the hole that people have dug for them. It's not easy, but it was easy for me because no one knew I was in a hole. I think I I purposely hid there for a while just pretending that I didn't believe what the other people had said about me, but I was in the hole anyway. So moving on, becoming this vision, becoming Yaya Diamond. Wow. (laughs) Becoming Yaya Diamond in all of its facets and all of the things that I do, podcasting and now radio is just, just just a piece of my puzzle. Getting here to this point in my life where I am right now, was one of the hardest things I've done. 
for myself. I'm going to say it again. Getting here right now was one of the hardest things I've done for myself. I do have a family. I do have children. I am married, yes. But I did it because of me. I realized that there is no one in the world that can make me happy except for me. Becoming the vision. So I said to myself, think I like this. And I have become Yaya Diamond. But it took me years to become Yaya Diamond. It took me trials and tribulations to become Yaya Diamond. It took me a moment to realize that Yaya Diamond's shoes were way, way bigger than the shoes I was wearing at the moment. But I put them on like a child puts on their, their parents' shoes, and they walk around the house, and I walked in my shoes for a long time, and finally they fit. They fit. Becoming the vision. Now I have a vision for Dream Chasers Radio. A dream, a dream that I never thought I would be able to accomplish or even begin. Becoming the vision. I'll talk about this a little bit later on how you can become the vision, on how you, just like me, can grasp your future. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with our guest. Don't you go anywhere. This is Yaya Diamond, (laughs) and you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio right here on WKDW 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, as well as on Bobby B Radio, the Dream Chasers Network, and now on iHeartRadio. Be right back. We're going to take a caller here. Welcome to the show, caller. How can we help you today on Dream Chases Radio? Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you all? I'm doing good. Is this my girl? Oh, my gosh. You got through. Yeah, I'm Farana speaking. Awesome, awesome. So tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Uh, yeah, I'm Farnas, uh, and I'm a Kindle author. I write e-books, and my masterpiece is Third World Wonder Adventures of Zaiju. It's a romantic fairy tale, and it's a oh beautiful love story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're at um, F-A-M-A-N-A-H dot com. Famana? Yeah, yeah. Ah, got it right. Yay. (laughs) 
So tell us, when you started writing, because, you know, I love love stories, and I definitely love reading books. When you started writing books, um, what, what, I mean, what was your encouragement? What was your motive? Yeah, uh, I, I, I have written this book very passionately, and uh, this is generally for uh, children and teenagers. I want to inspire them, and uh, I want to teach them good lessons, good morals through my fairy tale. So this is mm-hmm. my motive of writing this fairy tale, and it's a great romantic love story, and it's about true love, like true uh, how twin flames unite with each other, true soulmate mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 like motherhood and and the power of motherhood. Talk talk to me about that. Uh yes. Uh, uh motherhood miracle is my another ebook, and it's mm. about uh, parenting and uh, taking mm. care of little children. How to take good care of them, and how to teach them good good things, good morals, good ethics and uh, bringing them well, taking care of them in an organized and disciplined way. Uh, It's all about that in that book, Motherhood Miracle. Awesome, awesome. Now, you know, I've always wanted to ask, you know, when you're writing your books and stuff like that, Mm What is what do you have in your head? Like, do you have the whole thing in your head or just a piece of the puzzle? Like, um, first I have an idea, and uh, usually my motive is to help others, uh, to give a good message to the audience, to the readers. Uh, I, I usually have a great idea in my head, and then I put that idea in, and write that idea in, in a beautiful way and convey my mm-hmm. message to my readers. Mm, mm. I love it. I love it. What is the difference between um, writing a fairy tale and then writing, like, something else? I mean, did you find it a little bit difficult to maybe, if you ever wanted to write something different, would you find it a little bit different, or is it the same? You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, Writing a fairy tale uh, is uh, different from writing what is practical in life. So uh, Mm -hmm. when I write fairy tale, I grow very imaginative. I I wonder. I go into the bewitching world, fantasy world, and I write something which which cannot happen in reality. So Mm. writing about practical Mm -hmm. things of life is uh, different. Yeah, it is different. We have to be very practical and authentic in writing reality and uh, writing fiction. We can write anything in fiction. We can we can imagine and write anything in fiction. Right. We can definitely. create new wow. things in fiction. Wow. And I love it because I mean, why did you choose fiction though? Why did you choose fantasy? I mean, what was the what was the appeal to it? What why did you pick that one up and not something different? Well, uh, I believe in abundance of life. I believe in creativity, and uh, I think 
life is limitless unlimited and so i want to create something which is abundant which is infinite and uh, it signifies about the life force energy the infinite energy which uh, which which is bestowed upon us from the divine so mm. i want to create a miracle so that's the reason why i chose fiction and fantasy world mm-hmm. wow wow now let me ask you one question and the show is yeah. about becoming the vision when you look at yourself in a whole as a writer and your journey mm-hmm. How did you get where you're at today? Oh, uh, can you repeat the question, please? When you look at yourself today as a writer, what was your journey like? How did, how did you get there? Well, writing is my passion since my childhood. Uh, I wrote many novels and short stories since my childhood days. And I w- I'm uh, generally a poet by nature. I write in a poetic manner everything. So from those times to this, this time, yes, I have developed a lot, my skills. I have done some courses on writing, and I have developed my writing skills, and I see myself as a growing person. I learn mm-hmm. every day. I learn every day from my life. I learn lessons and morals. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show. You know, it's not every day that I have someone from across the world that comes on the show. Exactly where are you from? Uh, I'm from India, Hyderabad. Awesome. And are you there in India? It's a really great pleasure to be on this show, and I'm really very happy. I'm very happy that you're on the show, too. Thank you so much for coming on. You know, I love it. I love it. I love it. Where can people reach you? Do you have social media? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where can people reach you? I've done SEO and uh, diploma in social media marketing, too. So I have... I'm planning to do some SEO and uh, get the readings pop into my website and read it, uh-huh. read them. Yeah, today awesome. is my birthday, and I'm really very glad to oh. have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy have this birthday. show, and I'm so happy. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Happy birthday. It's a wonderful day for you. Congratulations on making it another Thank you. year. Thank you so much. Um. Well, I'm glad that you're on the on the show now. I feel like I've been a part of your birthday. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget it. <laughs> yeah, this is really very oh, memorable so to me, and I'm oh, so glad. Oh, me too. Oh, mm-hmm. well, thank you. Well, uh, pronounce your name one more time so that I can get it right. Cause I'm gonna torture it. I'm so sorry. Mhm. Okay. What's your name? Well, how you pronounce your name again? Uh, it's Faranas. F-A-R-A-H. Faranas. Faranas. That's pretty. That's pretty. Well, Faranas, yeah. thank you again so much for being on the show. Faranas is the author and content okay. creator of Third Wonder Adventures. 
of Ziahu. Is that how you say it? Ziahu? This book is her masterpiece. It's a romantic fairy tale for all the children and teenagers. You can reach her at Famana, that's F-A-M-A-N-A-H.com. And happy birthday again, Farai. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Have Thank a nice you. day. Thank you. We'll talk again soon. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Wow. India. I mean, wonderful, wonderful. We have people that listen all over the world, and I have to say that, again, you guys are like my salvation. You've reached down. You've grabbed me. Um, we're all standing together. I, I commend her for doing what she does. I hope she does come back on the show and let us know how everything is going. I'm going to go ahead and take my second caller today. Welcome to the show. Who am I speaking with today? My Hello. Green. Hello. Hello, Howie, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Is is this uh Carnice Green? Yes. Miss Green, Miss Unique. My Unique C Green, yes. that's right. No mm-hmm. my goodness. Okay, so tell us about yourself. Um, well, I I've, I have been writing been writing for about Mm, since 2012, so it's been about five mm-hmm. six years now. Um, and I I teach primary school, so I'm teaching K through five. Um, and <laughs> and really, I'm kind of just I'm an oddball. So I'm, you know, I I do you know a few things. Hmm. Mm. Now. Being a teacher, and I'm going to have to kind of say I'm, I, I feel for all teachers and students at this moment in time and parents. Um, it's a very hard moment for a lot of us. Um, but uh, I commend you on doing what you do, and uh, it, it's, it's a commendable position that you're in, and you're teaching the future of our country. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Now, <laughs> Tell us about your book. The uh, the first novel, everything that glitters against all odds in 2012, right? Bloodlines, your first novel titled Bloodlines. Tell us about that and how how you how that how that come about. I mean, you just you know, hey, I'm going to write a novel. <laughs> how that work? How did that come into play? With um, with that book, yeah, I think it, it kind of started out that way. My favorite, one of my favorite authors, uh, Rachel Vincent. I was reading her book and I had just closed her book, and then um, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to write too. Now I've been writing, you know, like I wrote in in elementary and you know through grade school, um, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It never really dawned on me that I wanted to like write a book and put it out, you know, and have it published and stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, with everything that glitters, uh, that was like the time that uh, a lot of the uh, science fiction, like fantasy novels, were coming out. And so, I wanted to kind of, you know, throw my own spin on it. Um, and yeah, a lot of people when I once I finished it, it took me years to finish. It took me years to finish that book. 
And uh, once I finished and I was trying to go through the process of finding an agent or, you know, finding someone who could help me publish, um, I got turned down a lot um, with with essentially. Hmm? I said, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just told me, you know, that I I didn't have to cook and, um, you know, that it just, what the the story was before time, or you know the market had shifted, and so um, for a while it had me down. It had me down, and so I decided to self publish it. I decided to just you know put it out on my own, and so uh, after that, like once I put it out on my own, it became uh, it was like top ten. It was top ten, so that really just kind of. Uh, said me that, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, what, how, how other people feel, you know, because if I had taken the, the industry advice and said, hey, uh, you, you know, you just don't have it. People are not reading this right now, you know, and I would have never put right. it out. And it's just been a story that's been sitting on my bookshelf collecting dust, um, you know, but from that story, it gave me the strength to go on to write 20 other stories and um, become mm. a bestseller and now international bestseller. So, what you go, <laughs> Sorry, I had to stop for a minute and hit my, hit my applause on my goodness. Congratulations! Oh my gosh, that is amazing. I mean, okay, so the show is called Becoming the Vision. What were you feeling while you wrote where you wrote to Mend a Broken Heart? I mean. Becoming that vision, getting that vision out on the paper, I mean, how was that? That was tough because, um, you know, I started out writing fiction. You know, I was straight fiction. I was doing mystery, crime, you know, suspense and fantasy and all that stuff. And so to mend a broken heart is personal. Like, I was going through, you know, I was dealing with narcissistic abuse and, you know, it, it was just I was in I was depressed, um, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep, you know, things like that. And I was uh I just had this moment where I realized that, man, like you are still being affected by your unfavorable upbringing. Like you are this is something that you've been carrying around, um, and it's just time to let it go. You know, it's just time mm-hmm. to get the weight off of my shoulders and so that's what that's what I was feeling you know I cried through most of it like there are certain parts in there like I was just in a puddle of tears um and and then in the same token I was upset in a lot of parts you know and I was just I was hammering away at my keyboard um so it got it, it got really really personal, really personal. Hmm. Wow. And that exact, you know, I have to say something. I I, I was saying this earlier uh, before uh, my guest came on the show today uh, that there was a hole that was dug for me. I didn't dig the hole. The hole was dug for me, and I decided to jump in. I call that depression where people dig a hole for you and tell you you're never going to be anything in your life. 
you know, and you begin to believe that because that's what surrounds you, and you jump into the hole, and lo and behold, to you, you're in this hole, and you're you you need help getting out. Um, that's what this I believe this that's what this radio station did for me. Did a broken to mend a broken heart? Did that do that for you? Did it get you out of that hole? Yes, it it did. Um, because like that was the that was the thing that really um, helped me to. I mean, just no pun intended, just close that chapter in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I had held on to for so many years that I just I suppressed it, you know, um, for as long as I could, and. With with my depression, I was having uh, panic attacks, you know, and I think that um, when I found myself just having just having panic attacks, there's no, you know, just no rhyme or reason, and I'm just screaming my head off and losing my mind, um, you know, that is that's when I realized that hey, like this, okay, this this needs to come out. You know you're still broken, mm. and and so um, with commend a broken heart, that is you know me is me mending, me trying to heal, and I mention it in the book. It's like you know it's it's more it, it's therapeutic for me. So it's more about it's more you know about for me. It's more for me. Um. But then, you know, by the end of it, it's like, okay, this, I'm, I'm not, I know that I'm not alone, you know. So here is, you know, the, the guide. Here's the guide that other people can come out of this as well. Mhm. And I was just saying that. I said the same thing earlier. You know, it, it's so, you know, and, and you and I think I relate to you. I really do. Because I understand what happens when a, a hole is dug for you. You get in the hole. You get in depression. But the one thing that I love about it is that what what I see the parallels, and I, I'm I'm not trying to to say anything wrong. I'm just saying that that book and this radio station did the same thing for you as you know the book did for you as it as the radio station did for me. It not only pulled me out of the hole, but let me ask you a question: Did this book fill the hole up so that you couldn't dive back in? Yeah. Yes. It was the it was definitely um you know, that the it was filled and then it was cemented over. Mm. You know, so it, it became you know, it just it yeah. And there was like no 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 going back in. Like that was just mm-hmm. that was it. That was a cap. Hmm. Because I knew that wow. I couldn't allow to you know, just fall back into it, and and then the response. I think it was it was the response from other people that has really just been so amazing that I never thought, um, I never thought that anyone would care about my story, let alone take the time to read it. Um, mm-hmm. Because of my severe self esteem issues that I had before, and. It was, you know, when I had people reaching out to me and was like, you know, I can relate to this. I get it. Um, 
you know, and and even if they didn't go through those same situations that I went through, you know, mm-hmm. they would come and say, they would come and say, you know, uh, this really helped me to look look at the warning signs in other people, you know, because, <laughs> um, you know, to to find the warning signs and to try to reach out and you know understand them a little bit better. Wow. So let me ask you a question. With the closure, with the book, and with all that's going on, what is your vision now? Has it changed? Has it become bigger? Is it better or is it more complicated? I mean, you know, because once you get to the level position where everything is, is sealed, it's closed, you can't jump back in, you, you know, you're out of it, how did life change for you? It changed with really opening my eyes and seeing all of the the positive things, you know, because when when you have been down for so long, you know, you just kind of expect, like, this is how it's going to be, you know. And Mm -hmm. so with it, with coming out of all of that and and putting the cement over it, um, saying I'm not going to revisit that spot, um it it changed when I started, you know, noted, getting having friends um that were not trying to like drag me down or, you know, just have building positive relationships with other people and also um uh making myself, you know, solidifying myself and who I am. You know, just really coming into my purpose because I've been, I've said for a long time, you know, that I'm just a girl with a story to tell. And I feel like once that part of the story had gotten out, you know, I discovered my purpose. So it became more than just, it became, writing became more than just my passion, but it also became my purpose because I've been able to reach people that otherwise I would, you know, I would not have been able to. I've been able to to teach people at that, you know, and to minister to people. And so, um, you know, that's just been, it's been amazing. This whole experience has been amazing. Um, And I've just Mm -hmm. been really blessed with amazing friends. Um, Amazing, amazing friends. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they really, really helped me to love myself and, and to grow from that. Right. Now, if you if you could tell somebody the most important aspect of your growth from from the moment that you got out of that hole, the moment that 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 book that that moment that you released that that closure, could you and do you have any advice for that one person that's still in their hole? My advice is to find is to accept the things that you cannot change. And I know that it's, you know, one of those cliche kind of things, you know, you hear people saying, but if you apply just that simple, you know, it's so simple, yet sometimes it can be so hard um, just accepting the things that you can't change and realizing that, okay, these things happen to me. 
but I'm not going to let them continue to affect my life, you know, affect um, the the my relationship with people or, you know, affect my just everything, every aspect, you know, because depression mm-hmm. and anxiety and those things are real. Those things are real. And so you have to treat them like a real sickness. When you are when you are sick, you know, you go to a doctor, you go see a doctor, or you, you know, you, you talk to people about it. The same way when you're depressed and when you're having anxiety, you cannot withdraw yourself from people because that's the thing that's going to keep you down as well. Mm. So you have to reach out and you have to you have to accept these things because otherwise they're going to continue to affect everything that you do. Mm. Mm. And and that's so important because some people are so internal that they can't come out of that hole and depression can grab a hold of a person and just never let go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, my unique, what a wonderful, I mean, what a wonderful thing you've done. And just writing a book uh, uh, about, you know, your experience is going to help so many people. Congratulations on being the top 10 seller on Amazon and being on the bestseller list. And I mean, everything that you've done, don't stop. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Where can people reach you? Um, you can reach me at my website. Uh, it is myuniquegreen.com. Uh, my name is spelled just like it sounds, my unique, M-Y-U-N-I-Q-U-E, green, like the color, dot com. So myuniquegreen.com. Awesome. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there anything that we've left out that you would like to say today? I can't. I can't think of anything. I think we we covered we covered a lot. <laughs> well, I am so happy for you. Definitely happy about the book. Um, thank you so much, my unique, for being on the show. And uh, you guys have to go ahead and get to Mende Broken Heart. Go ahead and go to her website, myuniquegreen.com, and we also have that on our page so that you can grab that. We'll have that up on our Facebook page at Dream Chasers Radio. My Unique, keep going, girlfriend, and, and just and let me be, like, right there. I'm going to be, like, your, in, your, uh, in your rooting column, you know, in your rooting, uh, your rooting seat back there behind you going, yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm a little you. out there, too, as you can see. <laughs> thank you Alright, thank you Alright, you have a good day And I hope to hear back from you soon We love updates Alrighty Alright You too So we've had two wonderful writers on our show One from India And then one right here from the States And both of them are telling you And I'm telling you That becoming the vision Sometimes means having to reach out to others. You know, being internal is good and everything, you know, in its own right, but when you need someone and when you need to get out of someplace, sometimes it's someplace dark, you're going to need that help. You're going to need that helping hand. You're going to need that other person. You're going to need help. We're going to take a short break. 
hey, don't forget that advertisement spots are available on our station now. We also have the iHeartRadio debut coming up on March 31st. That's right. So we're going to have a lot of ad spots available, not only on this podcast, but also we'll be rotating out on iHeartRadio. So if you've ever wanted to have your advertisement out there on iHeartRadio or you want to sponsor a show, let me know. Just reach out to dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. Again, that address is dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. And this could be your ad segment right here. Hello, hello, hello. So we are back. And, you know, becoming the vision isn't easy. And as you've seen and heard today from the two guests that we've just had previously, that it is something that somewhat takes you through a hula or a whirlwind or even on a roller coaster. Sometimes it'll take you out of some place that someone else put you and you weren't meant to be. A place where you don't want to be, but a place you find yourself, like me, in a hole. I want to thank all the listeners today for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. Please share this uh, podcast with everybody you know. Everyone needs encouragement, and I want to encourage you to go after your dreams today. And, and you know, I, I am waiting for one more call today, um, but I want to let you know that Dream Chasers is a radio station uh, that is, all for you. We are behind you 100%. I I want to say, though, that our hearts and our prayers go out to those who have lost a loved one this past week in that shooting in Miami uh, on the east coast of Florida, not Miami, um, in in the east coast of Florida. I can't think of the name right now, but it, it is sad to see, you know, that something like this could happen, and I do so hope that they get this right, that this doesn't happen again. Uh, you know, teach your children, hold your children close. You just don't know. You just don't know. And, you know, the thing is, it could happen anywhere, not just in the schools, but it's it's really bad that it's happening in the schools. So we're going to do a moment of, of silence for those who have lost their lives and their loved ones in this tragic shooting Now, I know that can't replace these children and these teachers. I know that. But uh, we need to come up with a solution. We need to come up with a plan. You know, I don't believe that taking people's guns is going to work. People will always have guns. There's always going to be a way to get guns. You know, and and those, those of us who have guns, know that it's not the gun, but it's the person behind it. I just, I have to say that we have to teach our children, you know, the value of life and be more attentive to when your child or our children, I should say, 
are are depressed or suicidal or anything like that. It's sad. So we're going to keep going. Becoming the vision. Becoming the vision. Did your vision change because of an of an incident? Have you found yourself in a predicament where you don't know what your vision is? Are you so young that you're listening to this TV show or you're listening to a radio show and you're talking about different things and you just don't know what you're going to do? Well, let's see. What is your passion? What do you want to do? Is it possible that you can do it? Are you good at it? at the moment, not necessarily are you a professional at it, but can you do a little aspect of it? You know, try it out. 15 minutes a day, I say, it's so wonderful just to figure out what direction you're going to go in, um, how you think something's going to go, make a plan, write it down. You know, I have my weekly schedule on a chalkboard, and I write it down, and I make my alterations as I go, it is a wonderful practice that I can look over at my chalkboard right now and see that I have written up till today. So it says Wednesday, radio, wonderful. So then now my schedule after I finish the broadcast today will go up and um, definitely put in more stuff that's going to be happening from now until Monday. Uh, we will be having our broadcast as much as possible. I believe it's going to be Wednesdays that are going to be the best time for us, and sometimes on Sundays and any other mornings that we can squeeze our broadcast. And because I, I love, you know, I know people say, well, you have to have a regular schedule. I really don't have a regular schedule to keep. <laughs> I'm, I'm always um, on the road. I'm a singer. Um, I travel a lot, and so when I get the moment, I schedule an interview, and that's just the way it's always been. However, we're going to be airing on iHeartRadio, and that is going to be a steady thing, and it's going to be every Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m. on 15.80 a.m., and if you want to tune in, you can tune in at amwccfam, F-A-M dot iHeart dot com. Again, that's amwccfam dot iHeart dot com. You can tune in every Saturday at 9.30 a.m., and that's going to begin on March 31st. And I'm excited about that, definitely excited about it. So, um, well, I'm just I'm I just I don't understand why I didn't do it sooner, but um definitely excited about it. We're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get our next caller on the line, and as we do that, I'm gonna go ahead and play a song, and I'm gonna play you one of my songs. Um, this song here is from a CD called Sexy Good Love. And it's with the band that I'm in. It's called Ribbon Berry and the Funk. And the song is You Better Know.